Go home. Go home. Go home. guys, and welcome to episode 87 of the Go Home Show. I am your host, Eric Bedour, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Abishaka. Brian, how you, well, that was not, that one's more for the video than it is for the audio, I suppose. Yeah. Brian, how you doing today? I'm good, how you doing? I'm doing just great. Uh, you having, you having a good time? Yeah. We are streaming live over on twitch.tv slash mega64podcast. We interrupt mega64tv every Tuesday at 7.45 p.m. Uh, Pacific, standard. Uh, Pacific Daylight? Yes. Pacific Time. So come join us. Uh, watch in the chat with, uh, roughly 100 or so people. I'm selling it short, too. There's more than 100 here, but, um, here we are. A whole bunch of people hanging out, and, uh, they wanna, they wanna talk wrestling and have a wrestle party. That was a shout-out to everyone who keeps saying goddamn wrestle party in the fucking chat. I like wrestle party. Shut up. Shut, everyone shut up. Everyone shut up. (laughs) Everyone shut up. (laughs) Baby throws a fit. Uh, Brian, how has your week of professional wrestling been? Incredibly uneventful. Oh, well. Except for NXT, which was incredible. Uh-huh. Uh, like, nothing else happened outside of what we normally watch mm-hmm. that's worth talking about, really. Uh, Roderick Strong and Jay Lethal had a match, I think, uh, after we had recorded last week, where, where Roddy won the uh, TV title at Ring of Honor, and uh, that was, like, said to be the best of their three matches that they've had recently. Oh, cool. So I'm excited to watch that, but again, it's a matter of finding time. I don't have as much time. Uh work is busy so yep. um let's see let's see how it goes i'm really excited to watch it but you know what else i'm excited to watch and we were talking about this with the chat before we got started yeah wwe network just put up a whole bunch like a slew of old 80s wrestling yep from awa from nwa's wcw from smoky mountain uh like you'll see some familiar faces if you watch that nwa wcw at the end of 85 and into 86 you'll see like the horsemen yeah, all that big run and everything uh, with flair, uh, all that stuff. But if you watch the Smoky Mountain stuff towards the end of what they put up, is uh, the Thrill Seekers, <laughs> the team of a very young Chris Jericho and a very young Lance Storm. Wow, Thrill Seekers, which is spelled I think wrong. I don't remember though. I'm sure it is. Um, but I, I but I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. So I'm excited to watch some of that. Maybe we'll have a uh, watching with the Go Home Show soon with. Um, with one of those episodes, if you have the WWE Network, uh, you can check it out there, and I'm sure there are other means to getting some of those episodes. But uh, as a fan of, of classic wrestling and 80s wrestling and the psychology in it and everything, I, I'm very, very, very excited. Yeah, um, me too. I love old, I love old wrestling. That mm-hmm. old, like, that's the end of the territory days, and uh, it's really exciting to see that they have, they bought all those tapes, and they're putting it on the network. Yeah. That that's gonna keep me around for a while. That's the stuff that like we were hoping for when they first released the yeah, network a year and a that, half ago. That's the stuff two that, years ago. That's the stuff that I feel like I can sit and watch and just Yeah. You get something so different out of it from the wrestling that you see now. You you hear people say, you know, oh I'm a TV wrestler. Because you're playing towards like a certain camera and everything, and then you have all these cameras going around on around it and everything. It's totally different. They're playing to a live audience um, in a different way, and the matches are paced so different. It's it's a lot of fun to me to see kind of where wrestling was and where it is now and where it's going. 
um, just studying that kind of um, that kind of evolution and everything is, is really exciting. But again, that's not probably what most people enjoy the most out of it. Uh, but that's me. Yeah. I like uh, I want to watch a match where you can exchange a wrist lock for a long time. Yeah, I like that. Uh, it's different. It's a different pace from what you get now. So I don't know. So I, I guess we'll see. Um, but I, I don't know. What, I, is there stuff that you think we should be watching on the network other than Total Divas? Uh, JBL Legends is pretty good if you haven't watched those. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just watched the Eric Bischoff one, and that was that was actually kind of cool. Uh, I, I had it on the background kind of like a podcast or whatever, so I wasn't like... But that, but that's how that stuff yeah. needs to be treated. You don't have to watch it. Mm-mm. A lot of this stuff on WWE Network right now is really what I want out of it, which is very podcasty. Mm-hmm. Like, put it on, and you can do other stuff or whatever. It doesn't have to be like this intense focus on what's yeah. going on when it's less visual and more of kind of like this conversation. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I think Legends is definitely something I'd recommend also. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all the Table for Threes are, are really, really uh, good. Yeah, they need to add some um, more of those. I heard that they're coming out with a show that is, uh, like, driving with wrestlers, like, from town oh, to town. okay, yeah. So seeing, like, how those car rides go, which, if you've been on long car rides, are either uh, fun or, can we just fucking get there, please? <laughs> can we just fucking get there, please? So we'll see what those are. Those will be a good time. Yeah. Those will be a really good time. Because yeah. that, to me, I know those aren't always the best part, like, of the of being on the road for the wrestlers. Yeah. But it also sounds like it can be the most fun. It's just the drive and the sitting there with somebody for, like, you know... Hours. Eight, eight to twelve hours exactly. of driving. Yep. And, like, that, that just seems interesting to me. Yep. Uh, also, I think Breaking Ground is something we'd really recommend on the WWE Network, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not really going out of our way and going like this here's some really hidden gems on wwe network no No, these are like these are shows that we enjoy and and we really recommend if you guys haven't checked them out Mm -hmm. you know there there might be people who have network or or thinking about trying it that are like you know what's there really to watch other than wrestling breaking ground is a show that i think is really cool it it shows nxt and the wwe performance center in florida and people like forming characters and and who's getting a shot and how they're taking it it walks a fine line between being like a reality show and being kayfabe yeah it's really weird because the this last episode had uh chad gable and jason jordan in it which is great i had so much fun watching those guys um but it had them in this episode and then at, towards the end, they're like, yeah, we have to win this match, because if we win this match, we go on to the next round. Oh, is this where I'm starting to believe that it's that wrestling is real again, or what is... I just feel like there's a weird, like, directorial shift there. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I kind of like... I kind of like it, because I'm like, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm willing to buy into it. Yeah, why not? <clears throat> it's Dana Brooke might get cut. No, she... Oh, okay. No, she... Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Okay, man. Um, but I, I recommend it. I really recommend, uh, Battleground. I'm sure you do too. So, yeah. um, other than that, I mean, uh, just no time to like watch new stuff and everything. No. I, I really want to catch up on new Japan. Uh, a lot of stuff going on there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess we can get into, uh, what's going on in the last week of pro wrestling. Yeah. Because there's a lot to talk about. Episode 87 of the Gotham Show. Brian, are we going to get a scoop tonight? 
I might. I might have one. You might have a scoop? Yeah. You just interrupt the whole show. It doesn't matter what's going on. When you get... Brian's wearing a wire right now. Yeah. You can't trust... You can't talk about, like, illegal stuff around Brian. He's always wearing a wire. Um, Just so you guys know. Uh, So if you're ever... If Brian's ever like, Hey, guys, where are we getting these drugs? Be weary. Because Brian's always wearing a wire constantly. But it's a scoops wire. We don't know. I don't know who's on the... Brian knows who's on the other end. I don't know who's on the other end. Mm -hmm. And at any given time, Oh, what? A scoop is coming in. There have been times where we're just at dinner... And Brian's like, oh, what? Stone Cold Steve Austin's having knee surgery. And I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? Whoa, it's 6.30 at night and we're eating the sushi. Mm-hmm. And Brian's like, yeah, but that doesn't stop knee surgery. Nope. It's like, damn, man. <sighs> Crazy. So, Brian, anytime you hear that, oh, what? Oh, anytime you hear that scoop, you just interrupt. I will. You just stop it. Don't worry. Uh, NXT opens with Michael Cole, what the fuck, what the fuck, oh, no. That's what I wrote. <laughs> In all capital letters. <laughs> I don't. I don't like it. I'm not thrilled about it. Um, I guess we'll see. Uh, Michael Cole is running the show tonight because William Regal has successful surgery. The crowd politely claps at this. Yeah. Oh, so, oh successful. Successful surgery. That's okay. That's okay. Good. Yeah. So Michael Cole proceeds to say, and also William Regal would not sign Bailey versus Eva, but I was told by corporate that I'm signing Bailey versus Eva tonight. And the crowd goes from... To fuck, fuck. Uh, good old substitute teacher Cole. What a great, what a great, 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 great single episode story arc this uh-huh. is. I love this episode. I couldn't speak enough about this episode. Please, then talk about it. I will. This episode was exactly what I wish all TV wrestling was like. It gave you a story arc that started at the beginning of the show mm-hmm. and carried through the entire program. It gave you pieces throughout the entire show that gave a bit of substance and a reason to care. Yep. And each match had a thing leading into it, whether it was minor or not, you left with something that gave you uh, a path to follow <clears throat> for those stories yep. going on. Yep. So it, this is exactly how you should write in like any episode of Raw. But instead, you get three hours of some of the worst. <laughs> like, it just, I don't understand how you can have, and I understand they're pre taped, and that way you have a little bit more time to kind of put together the segments that make more sense for NXT. Well, you, you don't change stuff the day of the show, right? Like, you hear about all this stuff of, like, oh yeah, they had a script for Raw, and then it all got tossed out, and they rewrote the whole thing two hours before the show. And it's like, well, that's not a good idea. Never. Um, but, why, why even write an episode? Yeah, so NXT is, okay, we're taping four episodes tonight. Okay, here are the four scripts. Okay, well, we should make these minor changes. Oh, this person's getting booed. Well, okay, let's kind of change this stuff. And then you have weeks where it can play out, and yep. you can see what's working and what's not, and that's a luxury that Raw doesn't have. Uh, it totally could if they just wanted to tape it. They There's no reason Raw has to be live. No. I mean... There's no reason Raw has to be live. Do I want it to be live? Absolutely. Yeah. I absolutely want it to be live. I also want Raw to be good, and right now I feel like I can't have both. Um, will you turn that off? Yeah. And um, it, it's the reason that they went to live a live format was because WCW was live, mm-hmm. and they had to compete. And you can't get away from live now because it makes you look archaic. Mm-hmm. Sports are live. Yeah. Wrestling is a sport, quotes. It has to be live. 
NXT is proving that it doesn't necessarily, and it's really good. It does. I actively avoid spoilers for NXT because I don't want to know oh, what yeah. happened. I knew that uh, Bailey was winning this match because oh, yeah. if Eva had won, I definitely would have heard about it. Yeah, it would have been somewhere. Yeah, exactly. But, so, I mean, like, even the next day going online, everybody was all pra- singing the praises of, of that episode. Yep. It was like unanimously agreed oh man this oh, i think is great. this, this, this is, is a great you know not every episode of nxt is a home run and we're not going to sit here and be like it's the best show it's oh it's incredible not every episode's a home run there are episodes where you just have like some squash matches and like you don't really have like a full arc storyline mm-hmm. in your main events tyler breeze versus right now and you just go like okay yeah you know what this is fine sure this is this is the wrestling's there yeah uh, but there are time to- the the give and take is that you get episodes like this mm-hmm. damn so cool so Michael Cole says he's ordered by corporate to make Eva Marie versus Bailey. Who is corporate? I don't know. It is not explained. Don't is need it, it to be. Is it the authority? Is it Triple H? Because Triple H is a good guy down here, right? So who is corporate? We don't know. But I like that I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't need to know. Nope. I don't need a face for the, this. The crowd is so disheartened. Mm-hmm. They don't like this at all. But that's okay, because they get something else. Yeah. Which is Michael Cole saying, we're going to have a Balor and Joe contract signing for NXT TakeOver uh, England, whatever the fuck it's called. UK. London, I think. London. Isn't it London? Yeah. Um, Michael Cole starts introducing someone, and Balor comes out in uh, a suit jacket in, like, slack pants, sort of. Like chinos or something? Yeah, like chinos and, like, a t-shirt and sneakers, and the whole outfit. Fucking hate it. Don't... Hey, man, if you're going to dress up, dress up. If you're not going to dress up, don't dress up. Why are you doing it halfway? Why you got to do it halfway? I got this sports coat and also a t-shirt. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Why the fuck are you doing this? Put on a button-up shirt and it's done. Yeah. You don't even need to button the top button. You don't. You really don't. Also, why are you wearing sneakers? Yeah. You in a K-pop band? What is this? Why are you wearing sneakers with a suit, Ellen DeGeneres? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, G-Dragon. Jesus Christ. I hate it. God, I hate that look so much. I hate that look so much! Uh, Balor comes out and he calls out Joe and Michael Cole says, okay, well, I was introducing the challenger first. So Samoa Joe, why don't you come on out here? Samoa Joe walks in, signs the contract, walks out. No eye contact, no words exchanged. He walks in, signs, leaves. Loved it. Fucking perfect. It is the best professional wrestling contract signing I have ever seen because I've never seen one happen like this. I agree 100%. I was so fucking excited when he did that. Balor keeps saying, look me in the eyes. He's talking about how you showed me that, that uh, friendship means nothing in this business and, and I saw now this is, this is only about the title for you and all this stuff. How can, you, how can you do what you did to me? Come down here and look me in the eye. Joe comes down, does not look him in the eye, signs the contract and leaves. Fucking brilliant so good it was so good love it i'm oh so proud i'm so proud of whoever wrote this segment i'm so proud of them <laughs> it was so great it was awesome man uh, what a great way to build tension for the yep. two guys and then uh balor walks up the ramp and he's standing at the ramp holding the title above his head and i went well joe's gonna jump him and yep. then joe jumped him and i went ah we were so close uh i didn't mind it i thought their flurry at the i thought this exchange or whatever was mm-hmm. okay i just thought like Damn, if they re- if that was really it, 
fuck like what a fucking sucker punch that's so cool i would have loved that yeah Uh, but i thought the way that it played out was really good because it made uh joe believable as a threat oh it it made joe look like this whole segment got joe a lot of heel heat Mm -hmm. um there were still people cheering him obviously it's joe it's joe but um i thought this got him a lot of heel heat Mm -hmm. him jumping balor at the top after not looking at him and then Tossing him into the ring, Balor gets a little bit of a fire comeback, and then uh, refs come in to break it, and then Coquita Clutch. And Joe is screaming, come on, champ, come on, champ, just choking him out. Joe looks like a monster when he's choking people out with that Coquita Clutch. It looks so He's good. so big, and when he, like, when he locks it in and then wraps his legs around, yeah. it's just like, oh, you're not, yeah, you're not getting out of it. Nope. You could try. It look it looks so believable. Balor sells it so well too. He's out. Ugh. Yeah. Fucking he, drooling. He's released from the hold and just drool like he's just spit and drooled all over the place. Like he got fucked up. I am so excited mm-hmm. for this match. I love I'm so excited to see what Balor's reversal for the Coquita Clutch is mm-hmm. because he's been locked in it twice and hasn't been able to get out of it. Right. Hell yeah. So it's gonna be really interesting to see this match. It's very exciting. Yep, really excited. Really, really, really excited. Um, Vaudevillains versus versus Dash and Dawson. The Vaudevillains make their return after uh, Aiden English was out getting his uh, leg destroyed by the mechanics. Uh, this match was serviceable. I don't think it was great. I thought it was good. I liked it. I enjoyed this I, match. Like, at no point did I think it was like, oh, this is a bad match. Mm-hmm. No, I thought this was like a lot of fun. Uh, there's a blind tag to, well, Dash is in the ring, there's a blind tag to Dawson, and, uh, Dawson comes in, hits a shoulder breaker, mm-hmm. uh, which is like the single arm DDT version, which I really like, mm-hmm. I really like that move a lot. There's a hot, uh, English gets the heat on him, there's a hot tag to Simon Gotch, who comes in with a cool sunset flip, uh, he hits an almost, almost like a regal plex. Yeah. It's like a locked arm, like locked leg, uh, belly to back, which looked great. Um. Which they actually called. During the yep. match. Yep, they call the belly to back. Uh, Dash and Dawson go for the Shatter Machine, but it gets stopped. Then the Vaudevillains go for the Whirling Dervish, but it gets stopped. Gotch gets pulled off the apron of the ring and down onto the floor. There's a lot of near falls that the crowd is, like, huge for. Oh, yeah. They, really, I, they really thought the Vaudevillains were winning these tag tit- the tag titles back right now. I, I believed a couple of them. They were... I was right there. I was yeah. excited. Then Dash and Dawson have a blind tag again on a pin attempt... English goes for a clothesline, hits the rope, come back, shatter machine. Done. Dash and Dawson retain. So cool. I thought this was such a cool match where the... I don't know if people paid attention to this, but at the beginning of the match, the tide turns where Aiden English has control and everything. Mm -hmm. Dash and Dawson have a blind tag, and that's when they get control. Right. And then at the end, they do it again and hit the shatter machine out of nowhere. Yeah. They're an effective tag team. That is That is what they do... That is the story we're being told. Awesome. Awesome. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Dash and Dawson are celebrating. Then Enzo and Cash show up looking fucking cool as shit. Yeah. It's like the most normal Enzo has ever looked. Uh, they come in and they just work Dash and Dawson, beat the shit out of them, take them all over the place, knock them out of the ring. And uh, Enzo and Cash stand tall in the ring. And this is and in this moment, I realized uh, Dash and Dawson are transitional champions. Mm-hmm. But... They're very serviceable champions. Yep. They're incredibly believable. And I don't think that this is going to be one of those things where we look back at it and go, uh, maybe they'll never have the tag champs uh, championships yeah, but, again. Yeah, but they look legitimate right now. Mm-hmm. 
And that's fine, because that's all they need to be. And that's all they need to be, and yeah. it's perfect, and I really, really enjoyed this match. I enjoyed the angle. I love that it closed the book on one tag team. Yep. To very quickly, and in a very way like way to get them over, mm-hmm. open the door on the on the uh, team of Enzo and Cass. This, again, is like, what a awesome segment to have right after that contract yep. signing. I agree. Fast match, good re- good wrestling, great storytelling. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is how you book the first... Like two segments of your show. Yep, I thought I thought this was great. I mm-hmm. thought the opening match did its job really well. Right after the contract signing, when everyone's kind of red hot anyway, so it was very good. It wasn't like again, this match didn't blow the doors off, but it's an opening match. It's not supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a backstage interview with uh, Todd Phillips. He's interviewing uh, Eva Marie in Regal's office. And he says, why are we in Regal's office? And she said, well, he's not using it, and I'm sure he wouldn't mind. And I needed a place to keep all these gifts. And they are, uh, somebody went to Target and uh, wrapped a a bunch of boxes. Uh And then they also used the color printer at the office and printed out Total Divas logos and did like a little bit of glue. Uh And went like, ooh, put those all on there. And she's like, thanks for all the gifts from my fans. All your fans who, who mail you wrapped gifts with Total Divas logos on them. Yep. I it's just everything is like shitty and wrong and it's great. I thought it was so funny. And then uh Eva says she's the uh hottest literally prospect. Mm-hmm. Uh whatever I, that means. Uh I think I think her inflection had it wrong because in the script it was supposed to be I'm the hottest literally prospect in NXT. And I think that the problem was she said I'm the hottest literally prospect. And it was like, "Oh, you almost Hey, you know what? Good effort. You almost had it. No charisma. Like, no What? No way. God. Crazy. Couldn't deal with that. Um, And then she says she has an insurance policy, and it's Nia Jax. And Nia Jax stands. She's like, yo, what's up? I'm Nia Jax. I love Nia Jax. Um, Nia Jax's theme song talks about how she's not like a plastic... She's like, I'm not a plastic girl, and I don't don't give a fuck about them. So she's hanging out with Eva Marie. (laughs) Just getting paid good money. Yep. Total Divas money. Hell yeah. You got that Total Divas money. Uh, Asuka and Dana video package, which I really like. Uh, Elias Sampson sings a song about the title. That was really cool. I watched this, and I did not understand it until he said KO and Demon, and I went, Brian, rewind that. I want to watch that. And I went, did he sing that about the title? Yeah, and Brian went, yeah. Somebody wrote about it on the internet, and I went, oh, cool! It was really awesome. Um, I thought that was a very cool song from Elias Sampson. Uh, Elias Sampson. Uh, is he headlining WrestleMania 33 or WrestleMania 34? <laughs> what? Uh, I just can't take anybody with a guitar gimmick seriously. <laughs> I like the Honky Tonk Man, Jeff oh, Jarrett. Oh, did you see Jeff Jarrett hit Matt Hardy over the head at an indie show? I no. think it was an indie show. With, uh, with the guitar, Matt Hardy had to get like 34 stitches. <laughs> Whoops. I don't know if he gimmicked the wrong side or what. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was great. Uh, Elias Sampson, he's singing a song. We'll see if he can wrestle. He, the last time we saw him was NXT Brooklyn, and he wrestled against Bullfit. So, oh, yeah. That's a career trajectory. Uh, Asuka versus Dana. Dana comes down and cuts a promo, and then Emma jumps Asuka from behind, except, uh, Emma gets stopped and beat down. And then Dana distracts Asuka, and Emma uh, hits a chop block and locks in the Emma lock. Which looked great. Yeah. And then Emma and Dana leave, and Asuka gets up and does like her, like, oh, I'm smiling. Oh, smile. And that's what she does. 
<laughs> uh, I really I, like him in this. I thought that was cool, and I'm curious to see where they go yeah. in uh, this storyline. I assume a Divas tag match at the next pay-per-view, but I don't know who Asuka's partner is going to be. It's not going to be a handicap match, and she's not going to destroy both those girls, because that doesn't make any sense Mm-mm. in writing, because then you have two people, and they suck. Mm-hmm. So, But I really enjoy uh, where this is going with Emma. I like how her character's developed since she turned heel, mm-hmm. and I think she's really working into a good place with this uh, with this actual like role in this feud with Asuka. We're going to see some pretty fun wrestling, I think, at TakeOver. Fujiwara Armbar in the chat said, Why did Emma wear a hoodie if she wasn't hiding herself? She was probably hiding herself in the crowd. Yeah, she was doing a... She was doing. She had to uh, sneak a bit, says Glass Jawa. Yeah, she, she yeah. had to do a little... Here's the thing, man. She had to do a little bit of a sneak. Yeah. She had to do a little bit of sneakiness in order to get there. Because she couldn't just be like, Here I am in my wrestling outfit. Mm. She had to be like, No, here I am in my hoodie. It was me, Emma, the whole time. And you're like, oh, shit, it was Emma the whole time. Well, goddamn. How about it? Uh, we get a Bailey interview, and she talks about being the champion and how it's hard, but she's going to do it because she's a role model. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, get him, John Cena. And then uh, she high-fives Todd Phillips. <laughs> Neat. It's cool. I, I like what her. I like her right now. She's a lot of fun. Sami Zayn is returning. Hopefully for not too long in NXT and... Please return to NXT for one show, and then please go to WWE, please. Please. Uh, you have to give me something to watch. Please. Fucking please. And there's nothing for you to do in NXT. No. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so he's returning. Video package and everything. And he tweeted that he's coming back. Um, so I'm excited. Super excited. Uh, Cruz versus Jesse Sorensen. Hey, Jesse Sorensen. You got an entrance for some reason. Neat. <laughs> I had to look him up. Why? We'd seen him before. I know, but that's how not memorable he was to uh, me. He broke his neck and now he's back. Uh, Yay. Apollo Crews hits that uh, AJ Styles dropkick combo. Yeah. The, the drop down up over dropkick. Yeah. He's like, oh, I guess we'll just do that. That's fine. Uh, Apollo Crews also hits a stall suplex and then a belly to back bomb, which he's using as a finish now, which I really like. It shows off his power and like his everything. I think that's so cool. He can still do like the standing moonsault. That can still be a signature. It's cool. Yeah. But, um,. I think this is way better. I think that standing bomb is, like, sick. Yeah, because the standing moonsault is really impressive and athletic. But it's not a finish. But it's, it, yeah, it doesn't have the yep. impact of a finish. Exactly. So, exactly. But, but whatever. I mean, I like that, again, they're building on the character that they put out for uh, Apollo Crews. Yep. You're giving you a reason to actually care about what he's doing. Yep. He's not just a smiley guy who's there and having fun. He's there to compete and fight. Really, really enjoying what they're doing with his character. Yep. Uh... Post-match, he says that he accepts, uh, Apollo, Cru- uh, Apollo Crews accepts Baron Corbin's challenge at NXT TakeOver London, and uh, he may be a lone wolf, but he's gonna lay him down. Whoa. He's gonna fuck that dog. He's gonna fuck the shit out of that dog. I don't know what he meant. What the fuck did this mean? Lay you down. I don't get it. What did that have to do with being a lone wolf? I don't know. Whatever. Baron Corbin <laughs> backstage <laughs> interview. Saying Apollo Crews would be nothing but the answer to a trivia question because he'll be that one guy who did that one thing that one time. What one thing? Uh, that I didn't understand what. Nah, I, I got I got the point, but he just didn't need that line. Yeah. I thought I think I think everybody thought that line was maybe like a little. They're like, oh, that was pretty like clever, like you know when they were writing it and saying it backstage and yeah. Like, oh yeah, I'll say that. It is, except when you think about it for more than literally one second, you go, he did what? Okay, well that's it. Yeah. Back to the ring. Uh, 
Charles Robinson comes into the ring. Hops in, talks to Greg, the ring announcer, mm-hmm. and uh, the other ref that's there. And uh, Greg, the ring announcer, says that WWE Corporate has sent senior referee Charles Robinson down to ensure that there will be no controversy in the main event, which the crowd booed so roundly, it was like, oh, fuck. The, it, again, resigned that this would be the end of Bailey's title reign. Uh-huh. It's everything they feared uh-huh. in one package in one show. It's perfect. <laughs> oh, God. What a great storyline. I seriously was starting to think we might actually see Bailey lose the title. Here. That's what I... But, like, I knew that we weren't because I would have heard about it. Right. But I still bought it, and mm-hmm. the crowd bought it so hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so cool. They do the low-light stare-down, Eva Marie and Bailey, uh, which is cool for title matches. I think that's really great. And uh, Bailey's all excited she has the title, and she gives it over. I think she kind of understands, like, oh, this might not be good. Yeah. It, like, the character became, like, aware, Concerned, you know yeah. what I mean? So I, I think that's really exciting. I thought that was very cool. Um, Eva gets a little bit of offense and does an air guitar move, but, like, strums up, like, like Pete Townsend style. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Huge, huge Pete Townsend fan. Huge. Even Marie, the biggest Pete Townsend fan. Uh, Nia Jax is at ringside. <laughs> Bailey hits a Bailey to belly out of nowhere. The ref that's in the ring, that's not Charles Robinson, gets pulled out by Nia Jax. He gets pulled so far, he almost hits the ramp. He flew. She <gasps> fucking yanked this guy. He must weigh 95 pounds. God damn. Yep. That was crazy. Bailey is now checking on this, going like, what the fuck is going on? Yep. You just pulled this ref out. Charles Robinson's here to like make sure nothing's all like, what the fuck? She's looking down at the ref on the outside who's been yanked out. Eva Marie sneaks up behind, rolls up Bailey. Charles Robinson is like in there. One, two, and Bailey kicks out. The crowd had a heart attack. Yeah. Oh, man. Bailey starts getting Charles Robinson's face like, hey, what the fuck? fuck is this yeah what's going on that, wait, you're, you're here to ensure that there's no controversy she just pulled this guy out of the ring yeah what Where's the, the f- dq what the fuck i mean charles robinson counted right away i thought that was great yep uh charles robinson is then noticing the referee on the outside oh look he's down it was so weird it's like the referee's like being helped to the back or whatever charles robinson is like you know, leaning out and checking. Nia Jax hops up and headbutts Bailey. Yep. Again, to ensure that no controversy in the main event. It's the most controversial main event. It's so great. I love it. I fucking loved this. I I <sighs> thought this was awesome. Uh, Eva Marie hits a senton. Everyone chants Eva can't wrestle. Bailey fires up. Bailey gets stopped on a corner attack. She's gonna go do her. Her corner elbow and, and all that stuff. And she, whoa, and she's going to do the flying elbow. Mm-hmm. Charles Robinson gets in between her yeah. and Eva Marie. And like, oh, no, Eva's in the ropes. You can't do that. And the, again, that's within the rules. It's just never enforced. And the fact that he enforced it, the crowd went insane. Oh, they hated it. It was so good. It was so, like, the crowd, oh, the crowd was my favorite Thing about this show everyone complains about the nxt crowd 
oh, the chance that they have, they're just trying to get themselves over, whatever. I'd rather have a loud crowd that chants mm-hmm. than what we get on Raw. Oh, yeah. Jesus oh, Christ. Man. Especially this past week oh, on man. Raw. Just nothing. Jeez. Uh, so Bailey gets stopped in the corner, and then Bailey lifts Eva uh, so she can do the sliced bread, uh, which is, uh, I guess they're calling the Kendrick, because it's Brian Kendrick's move. Oh. Just call it sliced bread number two. I don't know. Uh, she hits it. The crowd has a heart attack. Kick out it too. Oh, my God. Uh, Eva gets pushed into the ref. Charles Robinson flies like he got hit by the big show. Go back and watch that, please. So, can, if somebody can gif that and tweet at us at Go Home Show, please send it to us. Oh, God, it was so That funny. is so... I mean, he sails. <sighs> he fucking flies. It really looks like he got shoulder tackled by the big show, and it's Eva Marie getting half-heartedly shoved into him. Awesome. <laughs> Awesome. Oh, God. Uh, so now, going for a second rope Bailey to belly with the ref down, Nia Jax hop up and pulls uh, Bailey off of the uh, off of the second rope. Mm-hmm. And Nia Jax gets uh, pulled off the apron, and then Bailey gets back in, hits a super Bailey to belly, and then uh, Bailey wins, and the crowd is happy because that first ref comes back in and counts the one, two, three. Everyone's stoked. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're showing replays and everything. And while we're at replays, Nia Jax apparently attacks and lays out Bailey. Yeah. Weird. I don't know why they didn't show it. It must have sucked or something. Maybe. Um, so Nia Jax is shown standing over Bailey, who's laid out. She hits a leg drop, picks up the title, hits another leg drop, and NXT goes off the air. There you go. And Brian got a text. Who? What could it be? Who knows? Uh, Brian. It's a scoop. Do not even joke about that. It's a scoop. You have a scoop right now. I got. I got a scoop. For you, you got. Guys. You got a fucking. You guys. You guys remember how in the in the nineties, uh-huh. David Arquette uh-huh. held the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Uh-huh. Before you go on, somebody, was... somebody contact Meltzer. Let him know we have a scoop. Let him know. Let somebody get a hold of the Melts. Let them know. Tweet at him. Let them know we have a scoop. There's an incoming scoop. We want everyone to be aware. There's an incoming scoop. Incoming scoop, Brian. Incoming scoop. Be like, yo, tuna melts. I got some scoops for you. Gross. Like you were saying, remember when David Arquette won the WCW World Heavyweight Championship in the 90s? Well, what you didn't know is that he had written into his clause 20 years later. His wife, at the time, Courtney Cox Arquette, would have to get a title shot in the WWE. That time is coming now. Bailey is going to have to defend her title against Courtney Cox. Wow! Guys, in the next... That time is really coming up. And it will be... You heard it here first, for some reason. Bailey versus former Courtney Cox Arquette, current Courtney Cox. For the Women's Championship in NXT. Wow! That's going to be on, X, on NXT. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. David Arquette, really? Like, really the slow burn. Yeah. He's, uh, he, he did some good stuff with yeah. that contract. Yeah. Let me say, I'm really down for that match. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited for Bailey versus <laughs> former friend star Courtney Cox. <laughs> I think, I think, I think that's a marquee matchup. WWE's always looking for star power, right? There you go. It could happen. She's on a TBS show now, isn't she? Is she? I don't know. Cougar Town. Yeah. Star, I don't even know if that's a show still. Former star of Cougar Town. And professional wine drinker. And professional wine drinker, Courtney Cox. Star of uh, the music video uh, Dancing in the Dark. Bruce Springsteen, Dancing in the Dark. Oh, yeah. She, he pulls her up on stage and she has a haircut that's shorter than mine and then 
they dance. But it's not dark, it's lit up. So, Courtney Cox versus Bailey. Current Courtney Cox is my new punk band. Thank you, Glass Jawa. <laughs> Do you think her entrance song will be the Friends theme or Dancing in the Dark? Excellent question. It's a very good question. Yep. Yep. I don't know. Maybe we'll put a poll out on, yep. on our Twitter. You guys can pick. And then we'll let Courtney Cox, we'll tweet at, we'll make sure we're at mentioning her. Hey, what will Courtney Cox's NXT theme be? Mm-hmm. Do you think, what do you think is easier to get the rights to? The Rembrandt's I'll Be There For You or Bruce Springsteen's Dancing in the Dark? Probably the Rembrandt's. I would, I would think so. Yeah. I would think so. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Veronica says it's a better slow burn than all of the Daniel Bryan WrestleMania 30 story. <laughs> Hell yeah. This was, this was in the works, man. Yeah. This was in the works. 20 years. Yep. It'll be a mashup. He's right. We don't even need to put a poll up. There you go. If somebody can make a mashup of I'll Be There For You and Dancing in the Dark, thank you. Thank you. Yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Brian, I was going to say, what do you think of NXT? But I think we were both pretty... Yeah. This is a great episode of NXT. It was awesome. That was a lot of fun. Uh, some different people and, and some uh, cool spots to shine, some good promos, some excellent heel work from uh, all the heels all around. Yeah. There you go. Uh, let's move on to Raw, where, uh... Starts good and doesn't go anywhere from there. Let's go to Raw. Brian, Raw is coming to you from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Home of the Steelers. The Penguins. The Penguins. Quack, quack. Quack, quack. I think that's the noise they make. The Phillies? The Phillies. No, that's Philadelphia. Shit. It's Pirates. There we go. Pirates. Well, I mean, when was the last time the Pirates mattered? Last year. They were really good. Yeah. And then before <laughs> that, th- 30, 40 years of just being an awful team. <laughs> they had a couple of runs. A couple of runs into the playoffs like the Padres. They are like the uh, Padres. It's they, sad. Yeah. Uh, the New Day comes out for a promo. They're starting the show. Uh, New Day comes down. For some reason, there's confetti falling from the ceiling. I don't know what the New Day has done to deserve confetti, but there is confetti. Not a lot of it. I don't know. Um, New Day comes out and cuts a promo. They talk about how uh, Pittsburgh sucks and it smells and Biggie is sweating and he starts uh, wiping himself with the terrible towel, which is a Steelers thing. Mm -hmm. It's like you're supposed to wave it. Mm -hmm. He starts wiping his face and everywhere and then teases going down his trunks, but then he throws it. Uh, He throws it and it hits Xavier Woods and he goes, yeah, and he throws it. And then we were, uh, we'd watched with our friend Andrew, mm-hmm. and Andrew just said, he went, oh, he should have said, ew, Pittsburgh, and then thrown it. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's a good line. It would have been so much better. Ew, Pittsburgh. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's that's a very good line. Oh, well. Uh, the directing in this episode of Raw is fucking abysmal. I don't know if other people noticed this or what. It was we, bad. Like, me and Brian kept talking about it the whole time, just going, like, they're taking these shots late. Yeah, some of these cameras don't seem ready. What the fuck is going on? It's, it was bad. And just the shots they were taking weren't good. No, they weren't. They were ugly and they were late. People not talking and it was like close-ups on them. Or a shot of Paige in the middle of like really good wrestling. <sighs> that was the worst. That made me so mad. Uh, so taking all these shots late, whatever. And now the New Day is calling out uh, your current champion, Xavier Woods and uh, Kofi Kingston do a fusion dance. And become Seamus somehow. And uh, they yell, fella. And then Seamus comes down to the ring. Yay. Hey, it's me, Seamus. Hello. Uh, Seamus and the New Day cut a promo. 
this seemed more fitting for last week right after Sheamus won the title instead of this week, a week after he won the title. Well, you know. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Hell yeah. Why not? Yep. Well, we didn't get it right the first time. Just do it again, yep. I guess. Sheamus is wearing a suit and he has his mohawk down and slicked back. He looked like a shitty Macklemore. Um, he looked like a fucked up Macklemore. Uh, he says that he beat Roman Reigns in five minutes and 15 seconds. And Xavier Woods said, we must have missed that. We were training for Evo, playing Street Fighter. Did Raw just give Evo a shout out? I guess so. What the f- Xavier Woods, what the fuck? Uh, the crowd is dead. Seamus says, Seamus 515 says, I just kicked your arse. And then uh, Seamus celebrates on the turnbuckle and he's cheering and there's explosions and fireworks and uh, confetti going everywhere. And... Uh, we were just waiting for Roman Reigns to come out and cut a shitty promo and go, hey, I'm Roman Reigns and I'm going to take that title. And what we were saying was, Roman Reigns should come down right now and as soon as Sheamus gets off this turnbuckle, spear him. Yep. We almost got that as Roman Reigns showed up right as as Sheamus came down off the turnbuckle and gave him a Superman punch. Superman punched Sheamus, grabbed the title, Mm -hmm. and walked out as he's smiling and nodding. Don't smile, don't nod, you're mad. Grab the shit, be pissed. Yep. Your direction is all fucked up. Yep. Like... Don't you remember back when, like, Austin was cheated out of the title? Yeah, he's pissed. He's pissed. He he's comes pissed. down, he grabs that, he's yep. pissed, doesn't care about anything Be pissed, else. don't smile. Why are you smiling? Stop smiling. Be pissed. So he grabs the title, and he walks to the back, and the crowd is, uh... Cheering him mostly. They were pretty hot for him when he hit, when he hit that Superman punch. Well, yeah, because he's great in little explosive bursts. Mm-hmm. Uh, crazy when you book him to his strengths. Backstage, we see Reigns, the Usos, and Ambrose all standing around the title going like, oh man, look at that. Look at ooh, look at the belt. This is the closest uh, the three of us will ever get to it. And uh, Roman Reigns is going, yeah, I'm going to be the champ. I'm going to be the champ. And uh, it's like, oh, okay, whatever. Now let's hurry up and get to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Triple H and Stephanie interrupt. I don't know what happened to the microphone in this segment. Maybe it went away. I don't know, man. It, like, it sucked. The audio sucked. It really sucked. It was a bummer. And Triple H and Stephanie say, hey, you have to get back that title. And Roman Reigns just goes, okay. Cool, man. Well, he tries to keep it for like a second. Does he? Yeah. And then and then Stephanie says something like, oh, no, this. All right, Roman, you've had your fun. And then. Mom says, give it back. And yeah. dad says, give it back. And he just goes, okay. And then and he, Triple H reaches for it and then he hands it to Stephanie. And then That's he, what it and was, he yeah. says, like, keep it warm, because I'm going to take it. And then uh, Triple H says, Sheamus doesn't want to wait until uh, TLC. He wants a match with you tonight for the title. Ah, it's because it's the rematch. Mm-hmm. And then Stephanie says, but you ha- in order to win, you have to beat him in under five minutes and 15 seconds. Ooh. Damn. Crazy. I hate beat the clock challenges. Mm-hmm. They're boring. Because, you know, they suck. Uh, yeah, they do. Reigns look like such a fucking dork giving the title back. I hated it. Yeah. Why take it? Why the fuck take it? Why take it? Yeah. He took it, and then in the next segment, gave it back. Yeah, if you're gonna do that spot... This is mine. That's yours. Oh, thank you. If you're gonna do that, at least have him take the belt, pose with it, and then throw it at Sheamus in the ring and walk out. 
But that would in, that would make him have or to be... make the whole story tonight about getting he Seamus wants his title back. Mm-hmm. I guess that wasn't the story they wanted to tell. Yeah, I'm not really sure what the story was they wanted to tell. Um, Breeze versus Ziggler. Breeze gets cut early on in this match. He's got a cut above like his right eye. Yeah, and, uh, the ref didn't seem to care. Uh, <laughs> they do a lot of back and forth here. Ziggler gets tossed shoulder first into the post, uh, but we missed the end of the match because where we were streaming this from didn't have the end of the match on it. So. I'm sure we missed a lot. I'm very sorry. Um, Ziggler won. Oh. Cool. Tyler Breeze is really looking strong. Hell yeah, man. Great. He's going to win it. Glad they called him up. It's not like his wins and losses mattered in NXT, but like... At least he put on a good match. Yeah, he's not even like allowed to do that. He just kind of has like... Nothing. Right? Yeah. It's, I don't know. I'm being told it ended with a super kick. Neat. Honestly, gives a shit. I don't know. It, it was like, why? Just why? I, I don't know. Uh, Miz TV. The Miz is out with Rusev. And Miz says, hey, look, uh, uh, Lana, right? Yeah. And the crowd chants, we want Lana. And Rusev says, yeah, man. Yeah, me too. And then Lana, then Lana comes out. There she is. Um, then Lana and Rusev are back together. Why? Because they fight hard, but they love harder. Mm-hmm. Which, to me, read like, you're not really sure why you're back together. But here you are. And you're engaged. They showed some stuff from TMZ, and it was so funny because it uh, WWE didn't want to give up on that angle, but like they have such like a hard dick for being in the news that when they saw it, oh, TMZ reported about us, oh, we better figure this out. Oh, yeah, uh, you're not, okay, uh, you're together again. Well, why? Because. Because you. Because it was on TMZ. Because you love. Because it was on TMZ. You love hard. We need the TMZ. We still on TMZ. Yeah. It was just. It's so like. All right. Yeah. Well, okay. Whatever. Uh, Lana's back, and she's getting heel heat for being back with Ziggler, and uh, she says that I never went all the way with Dolph, and the crowd starts chanting, "Yes, she did," which was hilarious, and also, when the fuck was the last time somebody said, "I went all the way." Is this is this the second season of Full House? Uh-huh. What the fuck? So does that mean she just sucked him off? Oh or my God. like Holy I just shit. I you know what? If you're gonna bring it up, you oh better just God. tell everyone oh what you God. did. Because uh, I felt like I didn't need to hear this shit at all. I'm I'm fucking 29 years old. I don't you're you didn't go all the way with I don't fucking give two shits. But if you're gonna talk about it, I wanna know what you did then. What do you consider all the way? Was it an open mouth kiss? I saw some of those where there's a little bit of under the pants over the panties. I just, you know, he's just saying. I'm just saying. That's a scoop I need right now. Yeah. Who's going to give me that scoop? I don't know. Well, Rusev says that he also didn't go all the way with Summer. And the crowd wanted to chant, yes, you did. But they also didn't want to give him the satisfaction of knowing that, like, yeah, we know you had sex. I just wish they would have chanted, like, you're a virgin or something like that. But, like, I don't think anybody was, like, quick or clever enough to be like, what do we chant? What do we chant? What do we chant? That's okay. Uh, Rusev and Lana just make out. They make out so hard that when you see Rusev later in the show, he has lipstick on his (laughs) face. Still has it on his face. So funny. 
they make out and it's interrupted by Ryback for some reason. And Ryback says that he's seen enough of this garbage. And uh, he says that Pittsburgh believes in Smash Mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Pittsburgh believes in Smash Mouth had us laughing so hard in the band Smash Mouth. Mm -hmm. It's not what he meant, but... That's all we heard. That's what he meant. Mm -hmm. Yep. Somebody once told me... They, I'm really excited that Pittsburgh believes in Smash Mouth. Oh, somebody has to. Yeah. Well, this segment felt like walking on the sun, so. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm a believer. Oh, Ryback. <laughs> Ryback said that uh, he heard that the Zigman did go all the way. And this provoked me to yell, yeah, slut. Like, what the fuck kind of line is that? <sighs> yeah, I heard the Zigman did go all the way. <laughs> yeah, 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 you tell him, boss. Jesus Christ. So dumb. What a fucking joke. Jesus. Oh, man. It was so bad. Uh, so now we get Ryback versus Rusev for some reason. They fight on the outside. Uh, might as well be walking on the sun is something that I've noted here. The right, the Ryback. Ryback, I think, hits the steps or throws Rusev into the steps or something. The yeah. steps hit Lana. Lana goes down. The countout's on. And uh, Ryback gets back into the ring. Rusev... Uh, I'll get the count out and check on Lana. What a heel. I did not understand this at the time, and then it made even less sense later <laughs> in the night. I don't... I don't... I don't know what... I don't know what it is. I don't understand. Is Ryback a heel? No. Is Rusev a heel? No. Yes. Wait. Okay, is Lana a heel? Yes. Okay, but why did Rusev check on... He loves her. Like a heel. This was like the most poorly written segment in a sea of poorly written segments. It was so <sighs> weird. Well. I wish Ryback would have just come out and told Smash Mouth to eat the eggs. Smash Mouth, eat the eggs. Jesus Christ. Ambrose and Triple H segment backstage where uh, Triple H says, like, oh, I wanted to congratulate you because you almost won, and also if Roman Reigns doesn't win tonight, you don't get an Intercontinental title shot, which he earned on SmackDown last week. How does that make any fucking sense? Whatever. They're the authority. I guess they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Uh, Dean Ambrose has pretty hair. Yeah, he, get, like, got it flat iron in the meantime. When it's, like, not wet, it's like, oh, you have very you have very pretty hair. Yes, yeah. You have very cute bangs. The Dudleys come out and cut a promo. They're mad at the Wyatts, and they named all the tables. They put names on the tables. They did. Uh, cool. Devon uh, tells the commandments of the Dudley boys. Uh, you don't steal, you don't kill, and thou shalt not mess with the Dudley boys. I like it. The Wyatts come out and interrupt, and uh, Bray Wyatt says, there's four of us and two of you, and uh, you're outnumbered. And then they goes, black, and then it goes black for uh, for the amount of time it takes to walk from the top of the ramp to the bottom of the ramp, and then it goes, black. And you go, oh, they just walked from the top of the ramp to the bottom of the ramp. Why? And that's it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, The Dudleys say, oh, yeah, we brought back up a family member. And we're like, Spike Dudley? That doesn't make any fucking sense. I really wanted it to be Spike Dudley. Makes no... Yeah, you guys have the biggest man on the roster. We got the smallest. It's not. It's Tommy Dreamer. The tannest-faced man in all the land. Tommy Dreamer comes out in a House of Hardcore shirt, which is his independent promotion. I guess he can just wear that. Yeah, why not? I don't know. Neat. We get the Wyatts and the Dudleys and Dreamer in a six-man tag. 
So I guess we're just getting that match. There's no pay-per-view that they have to build toward, but, you know, we'll just get the match. Tommy Dreamer is just a, a, a gaggle of dyed hair and bronzer. His face is so dark, and his hair is, like, dyed jet black. It's like, ah, oh, damn, dog, come on. Uh, Poor guy. Bray Wyatt hits a big boss man. No, I'm sorry. Luke Harper hits a big boss man slam. Uh, this is Dads versus Louisiana Swamp Men. Uh, there's a six-way. It breaks down into a DQ, and that's the end of the match. Uh, the Wyatts beat down uh, the Dudleys and Dreamer in the ring as Bray Wyatt is on the apron conducting traffic. Bubba gets up. They're going to put... Uh, the Wyatts are going to put the Dudleys to the table. Bubba gets up and runs at Bray Wyatt and shoves him the way a toddler shove someone which is ah with just your hands out in front of you yeah it was weird i'm not really sure why it like he could have like shoulder blocked him and it would have looked yeah or like speared him and yeah anything but instead he just ran at him like 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 when a kid gets something on their hands and like they need to go wash their hands it was just like ah get it off yeah so he pushed him he just pushed Bray Wyatt through a table, off the apron through a table. The Dudleys leave with Dreamer, and the Wyatts uh, check on Bray Wyatt. And the best part is when Luke Harper slams on the announce table and Michael Cole is mid-sentence, and all the announcers stop, uh-huh. and Luke Harper is just staring at them, and they're all quiet, and they all kind of, like, get up, and Luke Harper doesn't know what to do, so he just grabs the little tabletop part and goes, slam, 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 slam. Set. <laughs> It's so funny. It was so dumb. Uh, I love Luke Harper. He's awesome. He's the best. Um, so I guess there's going to be a tables match. Next, we get Goldust versus Del Rio. Uh, Zeb Coulter comes out and cuts a promo about the haters. It's a hate-free zone. Whoa, and haters, and I don't really understand what Del Rio's doing. Because he's not doing this anymore, maybe. After uh, what the fuck happened at the end of the show. Yeah, thankfully. I, I don't know. Weird. Hopefully he isn't, because I don't. Man, I really don't like it. Um, Del Rio goes in the ring and he says, Look at you, Goldust, you're outdated and you're full of hate. Oh, no, wait, you're out of date and you're full of hate because it rhymed. And then Goldust pushed him and then they had a match where they did it like... Uh, Goldust did like two, three moves yeah. and then Del Rio hit a bunch of... Like hit more moves and then did the stomp and it was a squash. That's it. Uh, then he starts putting Goldust in the cross arm breaker after the match and Jack Swagger comes down with the most bleached hair I've ever fucking seen. It was, like, bleached. His hair did not look good. Mm-mm. He looked dumb. Yep, he looked like a hater. Whoa. Looked like a hater. We the haters. Ooh, how about that, Jack Swagger? Charlotte and Becky backstage. Um, Becky says, hey, let's have a match tonight. It doesn't even have to be for the title. And Charlotte says, uh... Okay. Also, my dad's here. And then Ric Flair walks in. Why is Ric Flair here? Uh, apparently, there was a Paige Becky segment earlier in the show or during the pre-show. I don't know. We missed it. So now they're going to have a match. Oh. The Lunch Draculas versus the Usos. We have our friend Andrew saw Lucha Dragons up on the screen, and his brain just said, does that say Lunch Draculas? Yeah, man. It's my new favorite tag team. Lunch Draculas. Lunch Draculas. <laughs> the lunch... <laughs> Sounds like a shitty, like... The Lunch Draculas. The Lunch Draculas. The Lucha Dragons against the Usos. It's a number one contenders match where the New Day's on commentary. Oh, uh, Kalisto hits the Listo kick. 
the New Day is your daddy and your uncle mm-hmm. at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are great on commentary. They just goofy t- as oh, shit. God, Michael so Cole good. tried to say stuff and just got shouted down. Yep. I love that they were calling the match. Yep. Yep. Uh, there's diving all over the place to the outside of the ring. And then the New Day attacks both teams at the same time. Because mm-hmm. this was a number one contenders match. So Xavier Woods grabs a microphone and he says, Oh, since it's a double DQ, there's no winner. And we don't have to defend our titles against anyone. Yay. Because New Day rocks. New Day rocks. That's it. Backstage, Stephanie is with the Usos and the Lunch Dragons. She says, Lunch Dragons, you are the number one contenders against the New Day at, D- uh, at TLC, and you're going to have a match. And then she says, oh, also, Usos, you're in the match if Roman Reigns wins tonight. Okay. Cool. Yep. Okay, now we wait and see to see if uh, they're going to be in this match. If not, it's Lunch Dragons against the New Day. Uh, Brie versus Sasha. Bad gets a little insert promo where they keep saying, Unity. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it showed personality. Uh, Sasha takes off uh, Bree's headband and yells Bree mode. I like it. Uh, Tamina and Naomi super kick Alicia Fox, who has to get like walked to the back. She's so fucked up. That was cool. Yeah, uh, that was really good. Uh, there's a straight jacket rest hold. Bree hits a drop kick, and then she does the uh, the Daniel Bryan kicks, and she went face halfway through this match. She's the big show. <laughs> Just. Yeah, this week I'm face. This week I'm heel. So this week, Brie Bella is a face. There you go. I guess so. Uh, Sasha Banks hits uh, the bank statement uh, after some distractions from Naomi and Tamina. And uh, Brie taps out. Cool. Reigns versus Sheamus. This is happening now. This is the top of the third hour. Not the main event. Tamina did a murder. You're right, Ryan. Tamina did a murder. <laughs> Fucking killed alicia fox uh did a murder is the funniest thing so it's a five minute and 15 second match but it goes even shorter sheamus tries to go to the outside he throw uh reigns catches him and beats him up sheamus eventually goes to the outside he throws reigns into the barricade reigns gets tossed over the announce table they're going back and forth and reigns is winning he's going for a superman punch and a spear he's going for the spear he's going for the spear and then rusev attacks out of nowhere and causes a dq so reigns wins Meaning that the Lunch Draculas are going to have to face the New Day and the Usos. And it also means that Dean Ambrose still gets his title shot. Everybody wins except for Roman. Okay. Neat. It's a good time. Post-match, Sheamus gets a promo. And uh, he introduces his new team, the League of Nations. Which is... uh, all these men come down. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Wade Barrett, Alberto Del Rio, Rusev, and Sheamus. Uh, they do some beatdown stuff, and then uh, the Ambrose and the Usos come down, and it's like, yeah, it was four on four. Okay. League of Nations. What do you think of the name? It's fine. Who gives this shit? Yeah. I mean, that's why it's like, I don't, it doesn't matter what the name is. Seems like this should have been your storyline for Survivor Series. Holy shit. Why wasn't this the storyline for Survivor Series? I don't know. Maybe I, it, I get it because like the title was like the title situation was fucked up. Maybe it was and they just It wasn't though, because they were gonna have Reigns against uh Rollins for the title. Yeah. And then none of those guys would have been 
in the Survivor Series match. I feel like that group was supposed to be in a Survivor Series oh, match. Oh, oh, oh. And I guess you put Owens there? But then your mouthpiece is Sheamus was like the... Oh, no, Sheamus could have been there still. Sheamus could have been that, there they, they all would have been there. Yeah. But then who would have been on the good guys team? Same people who were there last night. Reigns? Reigns would have been in the world title match. He wouldn't have been oh, in the okay. Survivor Series well, I match. Guess, I guess in that case, I, I keep forgetting he was there. <laughs> uh, who? Uh, yeah, who would you put in that in that place? I don't know. Neville? <clears throat> yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, also, somebody called them the League of Legends. I might be calling them that. Yep, there that's, we go. That's pretty good. League, League of Legends. Of Legends. <laughs> I like it. Dota like Boba. <laughs> uh, Charlotte versus Becky. Pages on commentary. Becky gets her full entrance with uh, the yeah. smoke, like the 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 steam stuff and everything. Wrist locks, hammer locks, and bridges. I loved the wrestling in this match. The director of... did not, as he just kept cutting away from it. Uh, it was, it was a you lot... could hear them doing moves in the ring, and it was making me so fucking mad. It was it, making me so mad. A lot of what I love to watch in wrestling to begin with, done by two women who know... How to do it yep. really, really well. Yep. With just getting cuts of really bad shots of Paige. Yep. Like close-ups that it's like why she she's not holding a title. It's not nothing was going on. It was just it was just it was, Paige. Paige is talking. Yeah, or Paige sitting there quietly. I don't need to see her. Yep. The worst directing, just the worst fucking directing, uh, like all night on Raw. Uh, Charlotte doesn't up and over, then her knee buckles. And Becky's like, oh, this is, oh, okay, don't mm-hmm. don't capitalize. And then Ric Flair gets up on the apron, and then Becky goes to talk to Ric Flair. Charlotte does a kip-up and then rolls up Becky for the three. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? That was just... What? I don't get that. What the fuck? What happened? Well, why? Why? Do, why? Backstage, after this, we get Becky and Charlotte, and Becky just goes, what the fuck was this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. Which is what I was saying. And Charlotte said, I'm trying, like, NXT was, like, the small time. This is the big leagues, and I'm, this is tough love. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to, like, prove a point. Like, you have to understand. You have to understand. But that was kind of it. And Charlotte just goes, like, yeah, but we're still friends. And then, like, they do the peaky promise thing, and, and Becky just goes, okay. Does the peaky promise? Paige walks up and just kind of twists the knife a little bit. Yeah. He's like, oh, damn. Poor Becky. I'm feeling for Becky now. And I also want Charlotte to turn heel. But it just was a weird way to introduce it. It seemed so abrupt. Yep. And Yeah, it was super weird. Yep. I, I'm, I'm all for making Charlotte a heel because I think she works best as a heel. Yep. She seems so much more natural talking in that segment than any other segment since she's been called up. Yep. Uh, I'm curious to see where they go with it. Yeah. Honestly, I'm intrigued. Yeah. I don't know. Adam Rose with the Rosebush segment. Where, so funny. Uh, I, I mean, it was so, like, incongruent with the rest of what Raw was. And, like, Adam Rose just doing, like, gossipy shit. And he's like, Summer loves Tyler, but Tyler loves himself. And Dolph Ziggler loves both. Rusev wears the bra. And I'm, like, watching this going... What the fuck is going... Like, it feels like... It feels like this is, like, a fever dream where, like, a man in poorly fitting, like, spectacles... His glasses like, were ta- so small. Like, talks talks at me in a dark room and, like, just faces whiz by and then, like, he comes out of a flower 
It was so weird. I don't know what's going on, but like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. Do more of them. Yeah. Uh, the implication of Dolph Ziggler being bisexual was so weird and like, what happened here? Don't know. And then it was over as soon as it began. And that was, that I don't was really understand. I don't know. Stardust, speaking of weird segments, Stardust is backstage and he's going to break the star of, that goes on top of the tree and Titus O'Neil pops up and puts reindeer antlers on him and then barks at him. Goodbye. I like these segments. I hope that people didn't like the Adam Rose segment but liked the Stardust segment. That's what I hope. I like both. <laughs> so weird. I, I love that Titus O'Neil just comes in and has no idea what this ridiculousness is. It was very strange. Yep. I don't really understand. It's okay, though. Whatever. It got us right into the main event. Mm-hmm. Reigns, Ambrose, and the Usos against the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and the New Day. The New Day comes out after the League, and they say, Hey, per orders of the Authority, who were in this match, too, seven on four. Oh, fuck. Wow, we got seven heels. Goddamn. It's a lot of heels. Uh, the faces do the unicorn stampede, the, the kicks in the corner. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Unoso's knee buckles, and so the heels focus on that. And then he's, like, out of the match, so it's, like, seven on three. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, hot tag to Tuso. Tuso comes in, gets cut off. And then there's a hot tag to Reigns, and Reigns comes in and does his shit. And then the crowd wants Ambrose so bad. And they chant, we want Ambrose. And then Ambrose comes in, and everybody's diving and, and hitting everything. And then uh, Ambrose gets broke kicked and pinned cleanly in the middle of the ring. Why? He didn't have to eat that loss. Clean. In the middle of the ring. Granted, it was he the has, champion. He has an Intercontinental title match coming up. Where was Kevin Owens? Where was Adrian Neville? Where's Darren Young? Not that I care one way or the other, really. No. Just out of curiosity. I don't know. I don't know. Raw sucked. I just don't get it. It sucked. It's just kind of like... I don't really care. I just don't really care. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's, I don't know. That's it. We did it. We made it. Raw. Uh, guys, we did it. Episode 87 of the Go Home Show. It's in the books. That was me closing the book. I actually have a book that I could close, but I already threw it in the air. Uh, if you guys want to get a hold of us, hit us up. I don't, oh God. Raw just left such a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, it was, it was bad. It, it was, it really, when I say it sucked, I don't mean that, like, in a, oh, yes, yeah, like, it was really bad. It sucked. I just, I didn't enjoy it, and I haven't even, I haven't enjoyed Raw in, like, a, like, probably, like, since the one that we went to. Mm-hmm. There might have been one in there. The one afterward, I, I felt, was really good. And then everything since then has just been bad. Oh, Kevin Owens went home sick. No joke. Oh. Oh, that's weird. Oh, get better soon. Yeah, get well, get well soon, Kevin Owens. You're definitely listening to this. If there's one thing I know you love, it's uh, listening to people who don't, uh, who aren't in wrestling talk about wrestling. Sounds like Kevin Owens. Uh, yeah, Raw just hasn't been very good lately. It's kind of a bummer. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like exhausting. Like at some point you watch it and you just go, yeah, I should just, we should just turn this off. And man, I'm getting to that point. Yeah. I'm just getting to the point where I don't want to watch it boring fuck it's boring it's really boring it's honestly it's 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 really getting to a point where none of the matches matter after after working all day Uh uh-huh sitting in traffic for an hour to get home Uh uh-huh 
then I have to sit through two and a half hours of Raw yep. that I just honestly want to be over. Yep. Like, I'm sitting there watching it and just going, okay, hey, yeah. we, we don't want to We don't want to just shit on it and complain and complain, but, like, man, when it's just, like, on a, like a fucking cold streak like this, it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. It's hard. I, um, I think this is what you get when you don't have seasons and you don't have breaks mm-hmm. or you don't have, like, roster shifts where you know for a certain part of the year like two or three months it's one program but i don't even think it's that i think you just have a roster that you're not doing anything with none of the matches matter yeah but I you think... win you lose you win you lose you win you lose nothing really happens yeah and, and i know that that can be turned around and changed because i mean nxt doesn't take any breaks and doesn't do any of the stuff i just mentioned but i feel like they do a good job of having like an a story that they kind of follow, and and they're not necessarily that this is the A story, the more priority, but they'll have an A, a B, and a C story, and you'll get them over different weeks. So you know, right. you won't necessarily seeing the same six people wrestle, you know, this week that you saw wrestle last week that'll wrestle the next week. And yeah, that, but you have three hours to fill on Raw, and it's just too much. It's way too much. God, it's so much. But that's it. We did it. Go Home Show episode eighty-seven uh, of the Go Home Show is in the books. Whatever. Uh, hit us up. You guys want to get a hold of us? Hit us up on Twitter at Go Home Show. Email us Go Home Show at mega64.com, uh, Go Home Show Tumblr.com, Facebook.com slash The Go Home Show. Hit us up on iTunes. Let us know if you guys want to go all the way. Give us five stars and say, I went all the way on this podcast. <laughs> I don't even know. If you rate us five stars, apparently it does something with our like ranking, but we're, we're ranked so fucking nowhere that who gives a shit? Oh. Honestly, we do this podcast for fun, and it's really hard to have fun when Ross sucks so goddamn bad. <gasps> oh, uh, God. Maybe we'll just start doing more fucking, like, watching the Go Home shows and stuff. Um, yeah, ma- yeah, honestly. Oh, man, it's just hard. It just sucks. Uh, so that's it, episode 87 of the Go Home Show. It's in the books. Uh, oh, yeah, we stream Tuesday, 745, twitch.tv slash mega64podcast. Brian, we did it. Um, or is there any final words, final thoughts you want to leave, uh, these fine folks with, uh, as we, uh, go home? Yeah, uh, I'm really sad that Kevin had to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked me up there, I don't know. 